0: Good afternoon, and welcome back to Day 6 of 100 Days of Black History. Rebecca Lee Crumpler Davis, born February 8, 1831, was an African-American physician and author. Mrs. Crumpler believed to be the first African-American woman to obtain a medical degree in these divided states. Becoming a doctor of medicine in 1864 after studying at the New England Female Medical College, She was the first African-American woman to become a physician in these divided states. Crumpler first practiced medicine in Boston, primarily for poor women and children. After the American Civil War ended in 1865, she moved to Richmond, Virginia, believing it to be a proper field for real missionary work and to continue her focus on diseases of women and children. Crumpler worked for the Freedmen's Bureau to provide medical care for freed slaves. She was subject to intense racism and sexism while practicing medicine. What a shock. She later moved back to Boston, entered into the work with renewed vigor, practicing outside and receiving children in her home for treatment, regardless in a measure of remuneration. In other words, for free. In 1883, she published a work, a book of medical discourses, dedicated to nurses and mothers. It focused on the medical care of women and children and was one of the first publications written by an African-American about medicine. In 1831, Crumpler was born Rebecca Davis in Christiana, Delaware, to Matilda Weber and Absalom Davis. She was raised in Pennsylvania by an aunt who cared for infirmed neighbors. Crumpler later attended the elite West Newton English and Classical School in Massachusetts, where she was a special student in mathematics. She moved to Charlestown, Massachusetts in 1852. During the next eight years, Crumpler was employed as a nurse until she was accepted into the New England Female Medical College in 1860. It was rare for a woman or black men back then to be admitted to medical schools during this time. That year, there were 54,543 physicians in these divided states, 300 of whom were women none of them were african-american women she won a tuition award from the wade scholarship fund which was established by the ohio abolitionist benjamin wade after having completed three years of coursework and a thesis she gave her final oral examinations in february of 1864. on march 1st of 1864 the board of trustees named her a doctor of medicine march 1st 1864 Making her the first African American woman in the divided states to earn such a degree, and the only African American woman to graduate from the New England Female Medical College, the school closed in 1873 without graduating another black woman. It emerged, and it merged. I'm sorry, with Boston University. During her stay, there nearly every hour was improved in that sphere of labor. The last quarter of the year in 1866. She was enabled to have access each day to a very large number of the indigent and others of different classes in a population of over 30,000 colored people. Crumpler worked for the Freedmen's Bureau to provide medical care for freed slaves. She was subject, again, to intense racism. Men doctors snubbed her. Druggist, yes, druggist, balked at filling her prescriptions. And some people wisecracked that the M.D. behind her name stood for nothing more than mule driver. Yes, mule driver. Disgusting. By the time she moved back to Boston, her neighborhood on Joy Street in Beacon Hill was a predominantly African-American community. Stay tuned for the conclusion of Dr. Rebecca Lee Crumpler. Ebony Contrarian, out for now. Good afternoon, and welcome back to the conclusion of Rebecca Lee Crumpler, M.D., It may be well to state here that having been reared by a kind aunt in Pennsylvania, whose usefulness with the sick was continually sought, she conceived a liking for and sought every opportunity to relieve the sufferings of others, regardless of race. Later in life, she devoted her time, when best she could, to nursing as a business, serving under different doctors for a period of eight years, from 1852 until 1860, most of the time at her adopted home in Charlestown, Middlesex County in Massachusetts. From these doctors, she received letters commending her to the facility of the New England Female Medical College. Whence, four years afterwards, she received her degree of doctress of medicine. While living in Charlestown, Rebecca married Wyatt Lee, a Virginia native and former slave. They were married on April 19th, 1852. Rebecca was still a medical student when her husband Wyatt died of pulmonalis, commonly referred to today as tuberculosis, on April 18th, 1863. He is buried at Mount Hope Cemetery in Boston. Her M.D. degree was awarded under her married name, Rebecca Lee. In St. John, New Brunswick on May 24, 1865, Rebecca married Arthur Crumpler, a former fugitive slave from Southampton County in Virginia. Born in 1824, he was the son of Samuel Crumpler, a slave of Benjamin Crumpler. Arthur lived on the neighboring estate of a large landowner, one Robert Adams. He served with the Union Army at Fort Monroe in Virginia as a blacksmith based upon his training and experience. He went to Massachusetts in 1862 and was taken in by Nathaniel Allen, founder of the West Newton English and Classical School, called the Allen School. Rebecca and Arthur were active members of the Twelfth Baptist Church, where Arthur was a trustee, and in mid-December of 1870, their daughter, Lizzie Sinclair Crumpler, was born at their 20 garden street home crumpler spoke at a service for massachusetts senator Senator charles sumner upon his death in 1874 she read a poem that she had written for him where and i quote she touchingly alluded to his love for the gifted emerson end quote by 1880 rebecca and arthur moved to hyde park in boston although no photos or other images of crumpler survive a boston globe article described her as and i quote a very pleasant and intellectual woman with an indefatigable church worker. Dr. Crumpler is 59 or 60 years of age, tall and straight, with light brown skin and gray hair. Why they felt they needed to say this is beyond me, but they did. About marriage, it was said that Rebecca referred to it as the secret to a successful marriage, and I quote, is to continue in the careful routine of the courting days till it becomes well understood and between the two. End quote. Rebecca Crumpler died on March 9th, 1895, in Fairview, Massachusetts, while still residing in Hyde Park. She and her husband, Arthur, are both buried there at the Fairview Cemetery, near their residence in Hyde Park. Arthur died in Boston in 1910. Rebecca Lee Crumpler M.D., a pioneer, a truly gifted woman in a time when her gifts weren't appreciated by the masses. Ebony Contrarian, out.